Welcome to the GoZen.com Mindful Minutes Podcast with host Rini Jane. In just a few minutes, you get the tools to take an anxious child from fear to freedom. Peace is within reach. This is Rini with GoZen and welcome to Mindful Minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for bearing with my voice. I'm just overcoming a pretty nasty flu, but I feel better and I am thrilled to be here to talk about something that I think is so powerful when it comes to managing anxiety. And that is our ability not to suppress our anxious thoughts, but to really just change our relationship with them. So we're going to talk about how to observe a train of anxious thoughts. And it's basically a mindfulness technique. Now, a lot of times when parents and teachers hear about this, they get it conceptually. But then when it comes to teaching it to their kids, there can be a bit of a disconnect. How do you really teach your kid to observe their own thoughts? So we're going to talk about that today. And it is something that kids actually grasp onto quite easily if you give them a visual. So let's dive right in. So you're here, as you know, kids have anxious thoughts all the time. I'm going to fail math and never get into college. What if I don't get asked to the dance? Oh, I'll be humiliated for life. I'm totally screwing up this speech right now and everybody knows it. But the thing is that research shows us anxious thoughts are often blown out of proportion, skewed, or just plain wrong. The funny thing is, is that even though we know that they could be distorted, thoughts still have power. Because thoughts influence feelings and behaviors. A simple thought passing through your child's mind can cause them to feel scared, worried, or sad. It can cause them to sulk, withdraw, or act out just from a thought, all of those things just from a thought. So for example, if the thought going through your child's mind is, no one really likes me, well, that's just the thought floating through their mind, but that can cause them to feel sadness and embarrassment, and they can behave in certain ways from that thought. Maybe they want to skip school because of it. Again, thoughts have power, and anxious thoughts can become habitual and tip kids into a downward spiral of negativity, which is, of course, what we want to avoid. So what if we could teach our kids to take some of their power back? What if we could teach them to pick and choose which thoughts they listen to, which thoughts they react to? We can. The first step in this process is the focus of today's podcast, which is thought observation. And I just want to touch a little bit on mindfulness and why it's good, because this is at the heart of mindfulness practices. So in the late 1970s, there was a developmental psychologist, John Flavel, and he gave a name to this idea that humans are aware of their own ability to think. So we think about thinking, and this was labeled metacognition. So as metacognitive beings, we actually have the ability to disentangle ourselves from our own thinking. And, I, you know, according to the pioneer in the field, um, mindfulness pioneer, John Kabat-Zinn, mindfulness is a mental practice of remaining present in the moment in a non-judgmental way. And at the heart of this practice is the idea that you 
are not your thoughts. All of this together means that mindfulness is essentially a tool to help us separate ourselves from our thinking. And we want to do that. We want to create a separation. We want to create a pause so that way we don't have to react to every thought that we have because as we talked about earlier, a lot of thoughts, especially anxious thoughts, are just not true. With this in mind, the goal for our kids is to really learn and practice to observe their thoughts as something separate from themselves. And when they do this, it's going to be easier for them to see that thoughts are transient. They come and go. They are going to come and go like trains, as you'll see when I talk about the exercise that we're going to do. And children will also learn they have a choice as to whether to act upon their thoughts. The thing is, is that, you know, this might seem too simple to work. This is an exercise that's too simple to work. But there's so much research backing up regular mindfulness meditation practices. It's astounding. And there's research even for the population we're talking about with kids. Research shows that teaching children mindfulness skills leads to greater well-being, less stress, greater resilience, and they enjoy it. There was actually a really interesting study that showed 74% of kids said they would want to continue their mindfulness practices even after their training was over. So this isn't something that they resist. They actually find it quite fascinating. Uh, You know, it might seem like teaching kids to disentangle themselves from their own cognition. You're like, whoa, you know, I'm teaching this to a young child. This is too complex. But let's not underestimate our children. They are extraordinarily sophisticated and self-aware. We just need to tap into their self-awareness on a level that is relatable to them and that is relevant to them. So in other words, we're going to use language that makes sense and we're going to make it fun. I would love for you to try the Go Zen Train of Thoughts exercise with your kids. What you're going to do is teach your child thoughts are like trains that come and go through a busy station so they can close their eyes and visualize standing at a busy train station, standing at the platform where the trains come and go. And to practice this, again, they can close their eyes. You can ask them about a recent anxious thought that they may have had and have them visualize that thought as a train coming through the station maybe it's you know above their head maybe it's in front of them but it's coming through a train station you're going to explain to them that when the train arrives or the thought arrives sometimes it just passes by and sometimes it stops for a while when our train or thought hangs out at the station for a while or remains in our mind we can start to feel different emotions And it's okay to feel things, that's no problem. But this is a good time to breathe in deeply and breathe out. So maybe the thought or the train that's lingering is, I'm not good enough, you know, or no one in school really likes me. And of course, that thought can cause feelings. But have your child focus on their breath in and out and Focus on the idea that that thought is not going to remain there, right? Because there's other thoughts that need to come in. It's going to leave just like a train leaves. So I'd like you to teach them to watch as the train or the thought leaves and explain to them that in time, just like the train, our thoughts move on 
and we stay behind. Now you can see an illustrated version of this exercise at gozen.com forward slash trains. That's where you can see we have illustrations. It will facilitate their visualization. And what I wanted to say is that the simple exercise really teaches our kids we don't have to react to every thought. We can simply observe them. And in doing this, the goal is not to change or suppress our thoughts but rather to change our relationship with them. And I also wanted to make a special announcement. We are so excited that we have our first plush toy, Whittle the Worrier, that helps bring your child's worries to life. Now, you're probably wondering why you would want to do that. Well, as you probably know, ignoring anxiety doesn't usually work. But personifying anxiety can help your child take an abstract idea and make it palpable. The Whittle the Warrior stuffed toy teaches your child to separate their worried thoughts from their rational thoughts. They can talk to the doll. They can externalize frustration. They can give their worry a voice. And most importantly, they can practice research-based techniques out loud to help them reduce their worry because Whittle has some tips inside of him. When you squeeze his tummy, he gives you anxiety relief tips. We're so proud of this creation because there are many, many therapists that recommend personifying worry what some sort of stuffed animal or some sort of character. And we just felt that if you're already part of the GoZen program or your kids are familiar with it, or even if you're not, this is a wonderful way to personify worry and to really help manage worry. So you can learn more at GoZen.com or GoZen.com forward slash Whittle. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been my honor, and we'll see you in the next Mindful Minutes episode. Thanks for tuning in to the GoZen.com Mindful Minutes podcast with host Rini Jane. Come back for more practical and powerful tips to take a child from fear to freedom. Remember, peace is within reach.